0: Hello, my front end friends, Kevin here, or well, an AI version of Kevin. This is an experimental podcast where I'm using Eleven Labs AI voice cloning to turn the general musings of my weekly newsletter into podcast form. Uh, If you're listening to this, I'm going to assume you know who I am, but just in case you don't, my name is Kevin and I like to help people fall in love with CSS. This week we'll be talking about learning roadmaps because one of the questions I'm asked the most often is to create a CSS roadmap. One day I'll probably make something because so many people are looking for something like this, but I honestly think there is a simple way forward, but it is different for everyone. Um, First, though, we probably can map out the early stages of learning any new topic with CSS. That might be something like starting with the basic syntax and then the font properties. Usually the first styling we do is things like color and font size. With that, we'd get into pixels, em, and rem units. I think it's worth covering rem early on instead of building up bad habits that have to be broken later. We can then get into the box model, which will lead to simple layouts with either flexbox or grid, which then leads to the basics of responsiveness. Then, um, shrugs. I mean, once you can make a simple layout with flexbox or grid, what is the next thing you have to learn? To me, it really depends on what you're working on. One person might try to make a layout that has some overlapping content. Great, now you need to learn how to do that. Another person might be working on a simpler layout where they have a repeating element that has a different color each time, and they get to learn about writing dry code and the idea of modifier classes, and maybe even something like nth child. Along the way, there'll be random things like border radius, gradients, and other small things thrown in for good measure. I get why roadmaps are popular as they lay everything out for you. The reality is though, as you go through these types of things, they get jumbled up. If I made a a roadmap, Uh, Positioning would be pretty far down the list, along with animations and other things you don't need in every project, but you might be working on something early on that needs a simple transition or a fixed position element. Do you avoid learning it because they are farther down the roadmap? Of course not, you go and learn it because you need it for what you're working on. This is one of the reasons it's so important, you don't just follow tutorial after tutorial, and follow along with them, but you try to make things on your own. When you work on projects that aren't part of a course or tutorial, you find the gaps in your knowledge, and that is what tells you what to learn next. If you're following a roadmap, you might realize that some of your knowledge gaps are earlier in the roadmap. That can feel demotivating, but really, you aren't taking steps back, you're identifying holes in your understanding or knowledge, and by knowing about them, you can start trying to fill them in. Learning is never linear, so while roadmaps can give you some guidance, it's important to know you'll be jumping all over the place as you learn, including often going back over the earlier material too. And there is no harm in that at all. And that's it for episode one. If you'd like to give me feedback, you can find me on Twitter or, uh, X where I'm at Kevin J Powell or on threads where I'm at Kevin Powell CSS, uh, all of that. And the link to my YouTube channel are in the description. And of course, until next week, don't forget to make your corner of the internet a little bit more awesome.